0: Hi guys, and welcome to my podcast, Frequent Freed Miles. I'm Freed Sinjor, and I am currently living a lifestyle where I eat, sleep, and breathe the travel industry 24-7. I live and work at an international backpackers hostel, and I also work as a tour guide for a global tour operator. I have lived in three cities in the United States, and have traveled to nine countries so far, with plans to visit many more in the future. Each week, I'll be sharing my opinions and experiences in the areas of travel, tourism, and hospitality as a Black female travel enthusiast living on a budget. So, fasten your seatbelts, make sure your tray tables are in the upright position, and let's prepare for takeoff. Hi, guys, and welcome to the second episode of my podcast, Frequent Freed Miles. And today I'm going to be sharing with you an experience that I had uh, last year in early 2019. And I thought this would be a good experience to share via podcast because when this initially happened to me, I was telling the story in person to my friend Wenbo. And Wenbo just thought it was the most hilarious story ever. And I think it was because of the way I delivered the story. So I thought I would share that with you guys today. Um, And I think that this story is very relevant to what a lot of people may currently be going through um, because it deals with uh, an airline going bankrupt. And so... I'm going to be talking about what I've learned and prevention tips for how to protect yourself in the future from suffering uh, you know, a major financial loss or dealing with a lot of stress. Um, and with uh, the pandemic of 2020, I'm sure there are a lot of people who either had trips planned and were forced to cancel or postpone them, or are currently gearing up to travel again, but may be a little hesitant. Um, And so hopefully uh, you can learn a couple of tips from what I learned personally on what to do uh, if this were to happen again. So let's get started. Um, So in the beginning of 2019, I'd say around January or February, uh, the management team at my company Uh, we were all deciding who was going to take vacation when. And for this company, Urban Adventures, it was very important that we all got our vacations out of the way before, I would say, March or April. Um, Urban Adventures is a global tour operator. We specialize in small group uh, tours in over 160 cities around the world. And so I worked for them initially in Washington, D.C. And so tourism season in D.C. lasts from April, which is usually uh, the kickoff time for cherry blossom season. Um, it goes through the uh, spring, br- spring break period um, into summer vacation and wraps up in the fall around September or October. So typically we try not to take our vacations during our peak tourism period. So I had been reading Travel and Leisure online and stumbled across an article that was advertising a President's Day special deal with uh, Wow Air. Wow Air is a budget airline based out of Iceland, and I had actually flown with WOW Air before. A few years ago, I flew with them on my return flight home from Paris. And I was really satisfied with their service, uh, considering that they were a budget airline. I loved them, so I had no qualms about traveling with them again. So anyways, the President's Day sale was... um, From Boston, New York, D.C., and I believe it was also uh, maybe Baltimore? I'm not 100% sure. But uh, if you booked a one-way flight from those destinations um, to Iceland, your flight would only be $45. I could not believe it. I thought that was an insane deal. Now, of course, you had to be traveling between March and May, and it was only select dates that you could travel between those two time periods. Um, But one of the amazing things about my company, and I'm going to brag about Urban Adventures a lot more in a different podcast, but one of the great things about Urban Adventures is you have a very flexible schedule. And so I was fortunate enough that I could basically just pick whatever date I wanted and then work out the details later. So I decided to book my flight for early April. I figured I would fly to Reykjavik, spend a week there, and then come home. Um, And so as I booked my flight, I was still in disbelief at how cheap this one-way flight was. Uh, Most flights in the United States will never be $45. Uh, Never mind going to a different continent. And I just kept thinking, this is just way too good to be true. Dun, dun, dun. So after I had booked my departure flight to Reykjavik, I went ahead and I booked my return flight home as well as my accommodations. Now obviously the President's Day sale was not applicable to my flight home so I did have to pay a bit more for that but it balanced out in my opinion since I was basically traveling to Reykjavik for free um, more or less. Um, And then I started Preparing for my trip, looking up things to do in Reykjavik, getting really excited. And then on the morning of March 28th, which was uh, about one week before my departure date, I woke up at around, I think it was 7 or 7.30 a.m. I woke up to a text from my friend Taylor. And Taylor said, you know, because I had told her about my trip. And she said, I'm just curious, what airline are you flying with to Iceland next week? And I told her, oh, I'm flying with Wow Air. And she's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> she then proceeds to tell me that that morning at 7 a.m., um, her friend was at the airport and she was supposed to be flying to Iceland that day. Um, but when her friend got to the airport, I think it was Logan, uh, the staff at the airport told her, oh, wow, air no longer exists. And I was just like, the, what? That doesn't make any sense. So I hop online and I start Googling. And sure enough, although I had never received Any cancellation email or any notification from the airline, articles, Twitter, everything was exploding saying, wow, airline has gone bankrupt. Wow, air no longer exists. I couldn't believe it. Um, But yeah, I guess they had declared bankruptcy at 7 a.m. that morning. Um, And so the more I read into it, honestly, the more ridiculous it became, um, You know, for starters, if you had purchased your flights directly through the WoW website, you were pretty shit out of luck. Excuse my language. Um, You weren't getting a refund. And, you know, if you tried to contact WoW directly, good luck. Uh, They weren't responding to any inquiries, any questions, any complaints, nothing like that. Um, you know, travelers who had been flying with WoW were reporting that they were stranded at airports around the world. Um, (laughs) This one, this one was my favorite. Uh, People were reporting that even though WoW Air had gone out of business that morning, they they were still receiving emails for upcoming trips that they had booked with WoW. That were asking if they wanted to upgrade their seats. (laughs) Um, Even though the airline was out of business. I couldn't believe it. Um, And it was just insane reading these stories of people arriving to the airport at Reykjavik to try to fly back home. And asking, you know, where is the terminal for my flight? And airport staff just saying, oh, you didn't hear? That airline doesn't exist anymore. Um, You know, I... I could not imagine what that would be like. And I feel really bad for anyone that was stuck in that position. I just thought that the way this entire thing was handled was crazy. Like, completely out of control. So... I actually didn't panic too much. I just was like, okay, let me think through, you know, the steps of how I booked this trip and see what I can do to get my money back. Um, and so this is the part where I'm going to sort of discuss some tips for anyone who's ever been in a situation where their airline either went bankrupt or because of uh, a situation out of their control, the airline was forced to cancel flights. So although I had flown Wow Air before and I didn't have any issues, what I actually wasn't aware of was the fact that a few months earlier, WoW was showing some major cracks in their business. So had I done a quick search of WoW on the internet, I would have come across this information. So my first piece of advice would be that loosely following the news in the travel world around the time that you begin making trip plans can be really helpful. Um, so since I had booked my departure flight directly through the website, because that was the only way I could take advantage of the deal, I did not receive a refund, as I had mentioned before. Um, And so if you have experienced this in the past uh, and would prefer to avoid repeating this experience in the future, a suggestion of mine would be the next time you travel, Book with a more reputable big name airline. Um I think it would be a lot more difficult if an airline such as JetBlue or American Airlines or Delta decided that they weren't refunding anyone um for you know, for whatever reason, COVID or whatever um uh, situation that might be going on. Um but if you, you know, if you want to stick with your budget airlines and you're not concerned um, about what may happen, another piece of advice would be to book your flights um, using a credit card. So if this happens again, you can dispute the charge. Um, also, throwing some travel insurance on your purchase doesn't hurt either. Um, and double check that that insurance covers airline bankruptcy. Uh, Airline bankruptcy situations, because not all travel insurance will cover that. Um, I I don't like insurance. I don't like spending money on something that isn't a definite. So 99.9% of the time that I travel, nothing goes wrong. So therefore, I look at it as why do I need to purchase insurance if most likely I'm going to have a good trip. This experience as well as COVID 2020 has actually really made me think twice about purchasing uh, travel insurance or airline insurance before traveling. And so I will definitely be purchasing travel insurance um, the next time I book a flight because if, I, if we've learned anything from this year, it's that we don't know what can happen. Um, So, with my return flight, which was a couple hundred dollars, um, I really lucked out because I had purchased that flight through a fantastic third-party distributor called Hopper. Um, I started using Hopper a few years ago, and I have never booked a flight through any other channel besides Hopper since, um... Basically, Hopper scours the Internet for you, um, and through using big data, they uh, select the cheapest flights for uh, wherever you're trying to travel to, and they allow you to track flights, and they'll send you an alert when it's the best time to purchase your flight. So, for example, let's say you're looking to uh, fly somewhere for New Year's Eve, and you're starting to look at flights now. Between now and New Year's Eve, Hopper will create a timeline of when prices will probably rise, approximately how much they'll rise by, um, when they'll be the cheapest to book, and then when they definitely will continue to rise uh, up until your departure date. So when Wow went out of business, I contacted Hopper, and within a few hours, a representative happily responded to me and told me, absolutely, you'll be receiving a full refund for your flight. So thankfully, I was able to salvage that money there. Um, And then in regards to my accommodations that I had booked, I booked uh, my hostel. I usually only stay at hostels, and I will go into that more in a different episode, um, but I booked my hostel in Reykjavik through the app Hostel World. And Hostel World is fantastic because when you book, you're only required to put down a 10% deposit to hold your room. And then you pay the rest um, either up front when you arrive or depending on the specific hostel's policy, you may your card on file may be charged um, a few days before you get there. And in addition to that, a lot of the listings on Hostel World will give you uh, a free cancellation option for only a few dollars more. And so my 10% deposit was fully refunded to me because the deposit is fully refundable if you cancel your booking more than 48 hours in advance. That was the policy of the specific hostel I had booked with. Um, and so I luckily was able to get out of this situation relatively unscathed. Um, you know, I only lost a little bit of money from the flight I had booked directly through WoW. And I do hope to travel again, to travel to Iceland in the future. Um, but... It was, a, it was a pretty crazy experience, but I do feel like compared to a lot of other people, um, you know, I didn't have it that bad. And hopefully what I learned from this experience could help any of you that have been through something like this before. Um, and so what I forgot to do at the end of my first episode was tell you where you can listen to this podcast. So this podcast is currently available on Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts. Um, I believe that's it for now, but as it becomes available on more platforms, I'll let you know. I also have a Facebook page called Frequent Freed Miles, as well as an Instagram Page, also called frequent feed miles where um i will post uh updates whenever a new episode is about to air um as well as pictures and other things from my travels and my experiences so go ahead and follow those pages so thank you so much for tuning in and listening Please, if you have any friends or family members that you think would enjoy this podcast, send them a link, get people to listen, and I'll be back next time with another episode. Bye, enjoy your weekend.